following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. Are you a homeowner who is dangerous with tools? Do you start a project and never finish it? Because no. frustration sets in. Do you think maybe you should have called a professional? Break it down. Well, look no further. Image Home Improvement is now live from the Star Worldwide Networks Tower. And now, remodeling contractor, TV personality, and your host for Image Home Improvement, Steve Dubell. All right, here's something you won't hear me say too often living in Phoenix all these years. Dan, you got the ark ready? <laughs> Just about. Hey, I have the plans drawn up. Hey, yep. they were in the Bible. No. But, no. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been doing, man? You knew it was going to pour like cats and dogs. Yeah, but I can't figure out what a cubit is. All right. <laughs> So what what do you expect from a home inspector? He doesn't know what a cubit is. I mean, he's not That's a right. he's not a construction guy. I'm not a boat guy. You know, okay. you're not a boat guy. Get the oars <laughs> out. Start bringing in the animals because it is pouring in Phoenix this morning. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Image Home Improvement Live. It's one of those weekends where you know the rain decided that you know I don't know what it is. It, this year February, it's like okay, the week's okay, but come Friday. Into Saturday, all of a sudden, the clouds and the sky open up, and before you know it, it's got a rainy weekend, and it's like, okay. And, it, you know, last week we got lucky. It was lane closures because Parada del Souls, but it wasn't raining. This week, it's get the boat out because, we're you know, we're going we're going down the river. Yeah, they stopped the lane closures. Or I should say the, ne- the nearest wash. Yeah, but I noticed last night, uh, ADOT says no lane closures this weekend, so you can get flooded on the freeway. No, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because it's they don't want to screw you up any more than the weather's good. Yeah, those pumps there on seventeen down the main's old seventeen there, they still don't work. <laughs> I imagine how it is in California right now. You got to have a mudslide alert on your car to make sure you don't get swept away. Well, hey, you know, it's, and you've seen plenty of people. I saw pictures on the news this morning, actually, in California. They're having some tremendous rains out there, too. Some, some uh, people going through the uh, flooded freeways decided that it was going to be a fun thing to take video on their cell phone of how bad it actually was and then send it to the, send it to the news station. Yeah, but there's also some people in in the uh, involuntary relocation program. I don't mean our other thing. I mean houses sliding down hills, changing <laughs> zip codes as they slide down the whole as a you know entire hills. The Laguna Hills has had a, quite a few uh, mudslides and stuff like that. Yep. It's amazing. Yeah. In fact, one uh, news chopper was over an area <laughs> and just happened to catch a fresh mudslide, and it just looked like a mud river just. Whoosh, right on down, all the way down to the bottom of that hill. It was amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, you got a, a lot of things happening here in the valley, and you know, fortunately enough that actually, you know, um, the uh, D-backs Fan Fest was uh, scrubbed for this weekend. They oh, had to change it, oh, so that's oh. not going to happen at Salt foamy? River Fields. <laughs> what? Was it two foamies with the rain? It got scrubbed? Yeah, it got scrubbed. <laughs> What's the matter? Don't you know NASA lingo? Yeah, I know. They used to have a thing that was called a wash and a scrub. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The mission yeah. is a wash, so scrub it. All right. <laughs> and also, we want to say hi to Blade this morning. Blade's uh, he's permanently ensconced behind the uh, sneeze guard there. How you doing, buddy? I haven't had any cold or any sickness, or I haven't even sneezed once in the last six months. You can get That's rid right. of this sneeze guard. Really? No, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 yeah. no. 
the sneeze guard. No, I think we'll have to talk to Dee about that. I don't think she's going to go for that. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. that's where we created that. That's what it's there for. That's right. You know? I, yeah. It's, you know, just, hey, you know, you get weekends like this. You know, one of the things that you, what can you do? You just, you know, get, get some nice hot chocolate, sit down, you know. Um, Keep my number around. Bundle up. Jack Catherine on the house. Bundle <laughs> up with your significant other and, you know. Uh, you know, Netflix all weekend. On, it depends on how long you've had your significant other because, you know, the bundle up days, they are kind of gone. <laughs> Especially when those feet are ice cold. <laughs> oh, come on. Blay, where's the romance? Yeah. Come on now. Yeah, well, it's February. I guess you there just, should be some. You just, it's not even a week after Valentine's Day and you're talking like this. I don't know. What, I'm going to talk to your wife later. No, you're not. Uh, okay. Cold feet, warm Get heart. you outside. At least one thing you don't have to do is go outside and cut grass. All right, well, you know what? Uh, I thought about planting some Bermuda and letting this rain just kind of do its thing here, yeah. but uh, it's too soon, isn't it? No, it's yeah, too yeah, late. Yeah. Uh, For Bermuda? Oh, Bermuda? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a weed in other states. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, you know, what can I tell you? We've got a great show planned for you today. You know, one of the things that uh, we like to touch base on being, you know, we we're, we do our show and uh, work here in the Valley of the Sun, Phoenix, Arizona. But, you know, we like to give a little taste of what goes on in other parts of the country. And a good friend of mine, Eric Gorenson, is going to be calling in. He's actually a kitchen design uh, person, you know, and he's a guy that has, Dan, just like just like you, he's got letters after his name. Okay. CKD. CKD? Certified Kitchen Design. Okay, well, Certified thought, Kitchen Design. Certified and he also kitchen, has a home improvement radio bar. show. <laughs> He also has a home improvement radio show up in the northwest, up in the Seattle, Portland area. He's going to be checking in with us at the bottom of the hour, and uh, we're going to get a little taste of what's going on up in his world because, uh, you know, different parts of the country have different trends. They see different things. Uh, you know, as we make fun of people up up in that part of the country because, you know, it rains so much I should laugh. Today I'm, I'm going to go get my raincoat that has the gill slits in it because it's it's just raining like hell down here. It's It's crazy. But we're going to be talking with Eric at the bottom of the hour. And then, um, if you've been listening to the show on a regular basis, and if you haven't, shame on you. You you should get your head out of the sand. Make sure you get up on Saturday morning and listen to Image Home Improvement Live. Uh, we're going to be talking to our good friend Scott Carter from Allstate Appliances, who you may have heard checked in with our good friend uh, David from Allaire Homes a few weeks ago. And we're going to be talking appliances and how to – Pick the best appliances for your particular budget. Uh, your what you like to do. Some people like to have maybe a little more uh, flexibility in their appliance choices when they do a kitchen remodel because they they like to cook. They like to cook. I mean, we've got a lady that we're going to actually go see on Monday over in Sun City, and she wants us to expand their house. And completely redesign their kitchen because she's a cook and she's actually a she loves to bake, so she's a baker. So choosing the right type of appliance and also the right design so that it it functions right for you so you don't have to crisscross the kitchen going back and forth so that everything is positioned properly so that it's ease of cooking. I mean, you know, the ergonomics of how you work in that kitchen. Exactly. I mean, that's... that's It's a system, isn't it? Exactly. Exactly. What I was taught a long time ago, there is a work triangle. For certain tasks and which tasks you do the most, you need to be able to decide which you want to have. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. The, the you know the prep areas versus the cooking areas versus where the sink is and the refrigerator. You know that all comes into play. Mm. So the top of the triangle would be the stove area, I would assume, 
and the right side of the triangle would be the disposal sink, and the left side of the triangle would be the dining room. Refrigerator, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. So that's so, your little triangle. Yeah, so those are things that you should should have positioned right. The sink, actually, yeah, the sink, the oven, and the cooktop. Mm-hmm. Those three things, the those three things are oven. You need to make sure, and, uh, and obviously the area that you're going to prepare. See, one mm-hmm. of the things we're going to talk about in the next segment, uh, before we get uh, into uh, some kitchen design stuff with Eric, you know, we're in the middle of changing. You know, when you have a kitchen that you want to redesign and you want to get rid of the peninsula, we're going to talk about what we need to do to get rid of the peninsula. What's that? What's the peninsula? peninsula. There used to be the, the old breakfast the bar at the end you know, of the kitchen, the uh, galley kitchen, know. with that little thing that sticks out and hits you. Yeah, and yeah. we're going <laughs> to gonna be talking about how to, how to change over from peninsula to an island, and that's going to be important. You know, but one of the other things, too, you know, Dan and I were talking before the show, there's a plate, and we're going to bring you in on this because we always like to make sure that you're up to speed on current events. Okay, there's a couple of different things that are happening today. Okay, first of all, being that we're all big pet lovers, they happen to come across Woof. that, yep, yep. PetSmart Charities actually has their Adopt um, a Pet this week. It's the National Adoption Weekend for, for pet chari- uh, PetSmart Charities. So if you are thinking about getting a pet, you know, uh, it might be a good time, obviously, check out uh, the adoption uh, animals that they have at PetSmart because it's, you know, it's... Pets are pets. You know, That's dangerous pets, stuff. You go to one of those, make, you're coming home with a couple. But, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you know, they, they, they're all loving and everything else. Well, and, it's like my rescue. And you know, I told Steve and I talked about that earlier. Okay. Yeah, you know, I rescued her last <laughs> summer. And it's taken a, quite a few months for her and us to adopt and, and, you know, get used to each other. Before, she was always hiding in a corner or hiding someplace. Yep. And now she's part of the family. And anything, and if anything rattles in the kitchen, she's right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was never interactive like that before. Well, she got that from you. I know that. <laughs> yeah. All right. So now, and one of the other things that we also have, that uh, this is very important, Blake, because I know. I very mean, important. This one is very important. The dogs are one thing. And uh, speaking of dogs, you know. He's going to talk about Daytona. You know he no, is. No, 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 no. That Daytona day, February 26th. Watch out. Okay. Okay. No. Anyway, but, you know, talking about dogs, actually, in one of the things that uh, we are involved in, we were last year, we're going to be involved in again this year is the Leader Dogs Classic Golf Tournament that's going to be up at True North on April 10th. Well, I want to play on your team this okay, year. Okay, well. Why don't you get Blade on your team? Well, you know. I'm good. Can you get Monday off? Can you get a Monday off? Or you got to do Dave's show. Yeah. See, that's the problem. <laughs> Unless you get him to do a rerun. See, see how you are. See that? <laughs> try to try to talk him into a rerun. Ain't going to happen, pal. You don't think so, huh? No. Okay, all, all right. Best of, huh? Well, anyway, you know, for those of you who want, you know, well, they're all the best of. But go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> what? Everything that Dave does is best That's of, right? right? It, yes. it is. That's right. No, what Leader Dogs Classic is? It's a, a golf tournament which they use to raise money to help train dogs so that they can be service dogs for the blind. And uh, last year we had a great time. That station was part of it. We promoted the event, and we're going to be doing more of that this year on April 10th. And hopefully, you know, we'll get out there and hit them long and straight, you know, uh, because a lot of the fairways up there. And in True North, it's just a beautiful course uh, to actually play. And, and it's a great, you know, when you do home improvement all week long, you know, it's a great escape. You shut off your phone. 
and you just enjoy nature and See, enjoy that, the that, game. That's completely not true. You can't do that. Why not? Because the business you're in, every time you take your little cart down, you know, the first fit, you're looking at the homes on the left-hand side. Can you believe they did that? Did and Hayden's over there taking pictures. Look at that roof. That's ridiculous. And look at, look, look at that swimming pool. It needs a hole. That's what you do. And then, wait you a can't minute. escape it. No, and you look at the house, and you see if, you, if you're at a T, and you're looking at the house, like, off on the right, that's got like puncture holes in the stucco. Yeah, yeah. That's like, look at all the holes. How many people missed the fairway? <laughs> Boy, what a and beautiful look, slice. Yeah, that's right. Guy, yeah. And there's a lead for my stucco guy because he needs to fix the stucco. <laughs> that's right. So you can't you get know, away from yeah, it. Yeah, but see, those things are fun to comment that you don't have to worry about fixing them. You can just comment on, hey, look, look at the damage that, that you know, gave. that's right. why if you ever, ever go buy a house on the golf course, don't buy it so that you, you're on the. You know, you're, you're right you, the, you have a direct off. shot off the tee. It's amazing. You can't get hit. Like, you can't get hurt like that. You know, I uh, I was out at uh, Las Sendas, and you see all the cacti on the golf course, and you see these holes from the top to the bottom, and they all have golf balls in them. That's right. You, know, you feel That's terrible right. for them. Never mind the owners. You feel terrible. That's right. For, all right. Yeah. When we get back, we're going to be talking kitchens here. So I want everybody to stay tuned. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. If you've been looking for that one store that has the best selection of tile, natural stone, hardwood, and more for your next remodel, look no further. Inex Creative Floors for the past 15 years has helped designers, homeowners, and architects bring their creative ideas to life. If you're looking to create that wow factor in your next remodel, Inex Creative Floors is the place you should go. Conveniently located on North Frank Lloyd Wright Boulevard in Scottsdale, they are open daily Monday through Sunday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Call today, 480-767-1440. Or visit them on the web at inexcreativefloors.com. Thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. Are you tired of the runaround from your heating and air conditioning company? Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, and I'd like to tell you about a company I respect and trust, the pros at Quality Systems Air Conditioning and Refrigeration. They are the Valley's premier heating and air conditioning service company. Each and every professional at Quality Systems goes through a stringent training process of continuing industry education. Larry Thompson, the owner of Quality Systems, and his staff exemplify the meaning of integrity and honesty. Quality Systems is a licensed, bonded, and insured company for your protection. When I have a heating and air conditioning need, I call the pros at Quality Systems. Why wait? Call the pros at Quality Systems right now, 480-247-7654, or find them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. This is Tiffany Hunter, host of the Home Hunter Sunday mornings on ABC 15. And you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live on the Double Ride Network. Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce. What's the matter? You didn't watch the Grammys. What's wrong with you? No, it's it's Rihanna. 
Okay, okay. It's Rihanna. I'll get it right. You're, you're hooked day. on Beyonce. I am. Yeah. Next I'm thing, on. next thing, I'll hear. He'll turn around and he'll say it's Adele. That's now, the next thing. Now there's one heck of a singer. Yes. Now Adele, Adele, that lady can sing. That lady can sing. Before we start talking about this, the one thing I didn't get a chance to tell you everything, there is another, you know, some of these, you know how you turn around like in today's day and age, like every weekend you turn around or every day it is, somebody created a special day for an event, okay? You know what else today is? What? Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> it's it's National Drink a Glass of Wine Day. I can trust enjoy me. That. I didn't make this stuff up, man. I'm telling you, it's National Drink. Have a drink of wine day. I swear to God. Well, did you bring your flask? No, <laughs> I, I got it. My flask. Yeah. What do you? Th- my flask. Yeah. That, what do you on, think this that, is? Don't that, people that curved put one on his hip? You know. <laughs> you no. Know, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I mean, what do you think this is? Some hocus pocus tempora operation here? Come on, my flask. Okay, a bottle. <laughs> Give me a break. Yeah, yeah. The crate is downstairs. No, <laughs> right. just kidding. All right. Uh, don't call your trucker. Crazy. You're listening to Image Home Improvement. Like, God, this show is really taking off for that first second. You know, I've, I've got happen a, when it rains. I've got initials, too, yeah. and, and it's called CDT. Blade CDT is yeah. what that is. What does CDT stand for? Certified Dangerous with Tools. Thank you. Very oh, much. there you go. All right. I like that. All right. I like that. That was very good, Wayne. All CDT. Right. Very good. CDT. That's it. Is that how we're going to, is that how we're going to, they get a label customers now? You got <laughs> yeah. a label, label clients and people they call in if they're dangerous with tools. They, now they have a new, uh, hi, Steve. Letter. First time caller, John Stevenson, CDT. CDT, dangerous <laughs> with tools. Unbelievable. All right. So anyway, if you, and obviously if you've, uh, Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. You know what's exactly happening today, so I want to make sure that everybody is on board. There's a whole lot happening. Obviously, kitchen design is one thing that you've got to make sure that, like we said earlier in the first break, that um, you actually have a a design. Now, a lot of the older homes, the home that we're actually, believe it or not, that we're doing was um, an older home built 30, 40 years ago, and... It had a peninsula. Well, with the new design, you know, everybody everybody's wants an island. Okay, but there's some special things you have to consider. When you have, especially if you have a sink like this particular uh, house had that was in the peninsula. Well, we're not going to move the sink. But we have to be able, when you create an island and you've got a cabinet in the middle of the floor, you've got to get certain things like water supply lines, and drains from wherever it came from in the wall over to the island. Are you assuming? I'm assuming well, that you're putting a sink in the island too. Well, right? yeah. Well, it was there. Yeah. It was yeah. It was in the peninsula, so the sink's going to stay where it is yeah. in the island. Oh, oh, oh. So you've got to get water and drainage over to that island. Right, right. Okay, so oh boy, here okay. comes the jackhammer and concrete. Okay. Yeah, there you go. So yeah. we, and we then had electrical too. Electric, because oh, you have to have electric in an island. You can't just plop an island in the middle of the, the floor and say okay. Can I get that done for a couple grand? And then you also How do. Couple grand. Couple, couple. Well, here's the other problem: what? is you may if it's a post tension slab. Yeah, then you're, you're out not, of luck. You, you're not going anywhere. No, then you're not going anywhere because if you get a post tension slab, you can't arbitrarily just cut because the concrete has cable, steel cables in it that you can't cut. That's so right. it, that's what they say. That's what the stamp says in your driveway. 
It says, if you're wondering, well, do I have a post-tension slab? Go in your driveway and look right near the garage door, right in the middle of the floor. You'll see it says, middle or one of the corners. Do not, yeah. do not cut, core, or drill. That's right. Okay. Or put where, it in a floor safe. Yeah. <laughs> where, will it, where would it say that? It, it, right it's at the front. Like, it, if you're standing in, the, in front of your garage, right at where the garage door goes up, right in the middle if it's a two-car garage, it'll have like an oval that says, do not cut, core, or drill. Okay, and that's a post-tension that's slab. That's a post-tension okay. slab. And okay. you could tell, too, because the, the, the garage floor, when they set it in, when you don't have post-tension, okay, there's expansion board between the garage floor and the stem wall. So you could tell. If they're like, for instance, when in mine where the, we do have post tension slab when we built the compound, there's no expansion board around there. So it, it's concrete right up to where that little like three foot elevation is in front of the garage, where mm-hmm. you know where your the apron yeah, has that little, little apron, lip. yeah. So, um, but you can't, you can't, you not, you can't do that because if you do it, you'll, you'll, it'll ruin your day. Can you recognize them when you walk up on them, or do you? Have I to? can because yeah. because along the stem, if the stem is still clear, it's guys four to six inches clear stem. Mm-hmm. You can see where they've patched, where they've had the bolts, and they tensioned the slab. You'll see these patches every what is it, eighteen to twenty four inches, mm-hmm. where they had the rods go through the entire slab, and you'll see them all the way around. How about that? Okay. You yes. can do it too, Steve. You can walk up and say, "Hey, it's oh, post tension yeah. slab." Oh yeah. Then. Okay. Yeah, because when people start talking to me about Changing their kitchen and everything around, that's one of the first things that snap into my head. Well, let's go check and see what kind of slab you have because if she's got a post-tension slab, then it just it changes the whole ballgame. Yeah. Especially if it's 90s and forward into the 2000s here in the Valley. Now, other parts of the country had started post-tensions before we did. So people have to be careful throughout the country if they have a, they've had post-tension and going Okay, you know, so the newer area. the home, the more probability of a post-tension. Uh, yeah, because we had to grow out to areas that had less stable soils, so they had to have post-tension slabs. And then they just found out after a while, it just works. Mm-hmm. Just do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just, you just got, you've got to, be, you got to be careful. Do I have one? It's a 1983. Not likely. Okay. Yeah, not, well, you know, it depends on, like, it depends you know, it's not likely, at. but depends on where you live. Like, if you live in Gilbert, that's another area that, you know, that is prone to expansive soil. So you've got... It's Chandler, so what does that tell you? Uh, they're, they're out there where the cotton fields probably, were. Yeah, I think you're probably 50-50. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so like Dan had said, you've got to... You know, one of the things that we had to do, we had to uh, cut a trough, like a trench, about a foot wide, about eight foot long. Because when we... When we uh, after we did the demo of the cabinets, now we've got to see exactly what we've got. And one of the things that we found that it was an older home that had cast iron oh. going down the drain. And we had to go oh, down to where it, where it met up, where the fitting that came up through the ground meets the rest of the drain pipe so that we could put and connect ABS pipe to it to actually run the drain over from the new location. Then at the same time, too, we had to take the, the uh, water supply lines and run them down in the same area. We had to move them over so that they're right against the wall. We're going to build a little, like a little chase against the wall. So everything is hidden, the electric, the plumbing. And nails everything. can't penetrate it yeah. <laughs> with drywallers. Yeah. Right. And then go down and then run everything out to where it is. So when the cabinets get set in place, what they'll do is it's set up with two vanity cabinets that are, well, actually, it's a dishwasher, a vanity cabinet that's about 36 inches wide, and then there's another short one that's 18 inches wide. So that makes up the full length of the cabinet. Then on the back side of that standard cabinet, 
there's two that cover up the back of the of those other mm-hmm. first vanity cabinets that there were about 12 inches deep that have um, that have doors on it, so they're like uh, uh, narrow cabinets. They're not as deep as your normal ones. So basically, it's one nice one nice island that's completely covered, and it's got the skin on the side, so it covers, it, it looks really nice once mm-hmm. it's all done. And then we could put a nice granite top on it, and then, and then they hook all the decide. plumbing back up. See, and that's where the decisions come in. Do you want it to look like a nice piece of furniture right. with legs and stuff, or do you want the waterfall edge and all of yeah. that other stuff that's trending? Yeah, I mean, and you could yeah, obviously there is. I I've, I send out a complete page to the uh, homeowner to actually pick out the type of edge detail that they want on a piece of granite, and sometimes, and it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be the same on the rest of the kitchen and the island. A lot of people now, the trend is right now, and I'm sure Eric will uh, will agree with me, is that a lot of people will turn around if they do um, a kitchen design. The island granite is going to be different than the rest. It can be. It's not doesn't have to all be the same, as well as the edge detail could be completely different. We just did one in North Scottsdale. Same thing. Granite was the same, but the edge detail on the island was different because she had such dramatic cabinetry and scroll work. I mean, this was an expensive cabinet that we actually went back and refinished all the woodwork in the entire kitchen, then added a special vent hood with a big design above that, so it looks very dramatic. In fact, once we get it completely finished and get the backsplash up and everything else, we'll take pictures of it and post it on the website because it is absolutely stunning. And kitchens have really come into the home because now with this huge open concept, the kitchen actually just opens right up into the living and conversation and TV area where everybody's gathering. <clears throat> and, and no, that's, that's a tricky concept, but I've seen a lot of kitchens that just say, welcome home, and there's a place where people are sitting and talking, and usually people migrate over towards the food anyway. So you might as well just open it up. Yeah, that's absolutely right. All right, when we come back, we're going to be talking with Eric Gorenson from all around the house. Up in the Seattle-Portland area, he's going to be checking in with us. So I want everybody to stay tuned and more kitchen talk right after this message. Don't go away. Chances are, when it's time to call a service professional, you need someone right away. Who can you call for those electrical problems fast? The answer is Mr. Electric, a licensed, bonded, and insured company serving the Valley of the Sun since 2000. Some of their residential and commercial services include expert troubleshooting, replacing an outlet, hanging a ceiling fan, or upgrading your electric service, and much more. Rest assured, all work is guaranteed. Call today for your appointment, 480-503-1339. You can find them on the web at phoenixmetro.mrelectric.com. Remember, at Mr. Electric, we have the power to make things better. Stardust Building Supplies is your home improvement thrift store. Find salvaged and gently used cabinetry, doors, windows, appliances, lighting, plumbing, and much more. Save money, be green, and support the community. Shop and donate at Stardust Building Supplies 3 Valley locations. For more info, visit stardustbuilding.org. No one really wants to be working outside when the weather gets cold, but did you know that there are some jobs that shouldn't be done below a certain temperature? I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about when it's too cold to paint right after this. 
Transform your kitchen or bathroom with a beautiful tiled backsplash all by yourself in as fast as one day with Simple Mat from Custom Building Products. Simple Mat is a unique double-sided adhesive mat designed to bond tile to backsplashes, countertops, and shower walls. No mixing of powder, no mess to clean up, and no waiting for the mortar to harden. Simply set the tile onto the mat, then grout. It's the quickest, easiest, cleanest way to install tile. Visit thesimplemat.com for more information. Available exclusively at The Home Depot. If you're looking for an excuse not to paint, then the weather might just provide it. It's common sense that you shouldn't paint outside in the rain, but did you know that if the temperature is too high or low, it can cause the paint not to bind together properly, which can lead to cracking and peeling. The maximum and minimum recommended temperatures for exterior paint varies depending on the specific brand and whether you use oil or latex, but a general rule of thumb is that oil-based paint can be applied when the temperatures are between 40 and 90 degrees Fahrenheit and latex between 50 and 85 degrees Fahrenheit. The best drying will occur when the relative humidity is between 40 and 70%. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Hi, I'm John Weisbach, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. Now, people all over the country are downsizing, and tiny homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs, and left unattended, those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home tick. Listen every week to Image Home Improvement Live, Saturday morning on the Double Wide Network. All right, Blade. Go ahead. Who is it? Adele. Oh, Jesus. He just, he just doesn't get it. I don't. He doesn't get it. One of these days. I, I have no idea. What, 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 <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> you said what? I have no idea who that is. That's right. That's right. It's Rihanna. I got to pound that into your head one of these days. I'll get it. All right. Welcome back. You're listening to Image Home Improvement live right here. And, uh, you know, it just doesn't make any difference. It's at what Saturday it is. The guys are in true form today. <laughs> I tell you, you know, uh, but uh, we want to get involved and get we're talking about kitchen design and remodel and all of that. And we want to bring our good friend, Eric G. And uh, Eric, you know, we were talking before another Previous segment, we're talking about people that have initials after your after the name. And you've got a couple after yours. That CKD. Everybody's loving it. Hey, thanks, man. Thanks for having me on the show. <laughs> Great to have you on the show today. How's things up in the Northwest? You know, it's good. Uh, we're having a good time up here. It. Uh, you know, we're actually. California's getting our rain this week, so um, you know we're we're okay with this. Well, don't feel bad. We're getting we're getting your rain too. Today is just one of those days. You know that I just. Uh, my wife called earlier and said it's pouring up there. I told her to get the ark out. You know, we're, we're ready to we're ready to float down the wash. Sea yeah, dew. You know, I got in Southern California, and I know it's dangerous there because they're not equipped like we are for rain like that. But uh, you know, we call that Tuesday up here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. That's great, Eric. Tell us a little bit about what's going on now. A little bit about you. You know, you are you're. Um, a certified kitchen uh, designer, and also um, a talk show host. But you have your own show up in the Northwest, up in the Seattle, Portland area. Yeah, so I've been I've been doing kitchen bath design for about twenty five, twenty six years now. I've been a certified kitchen designer for about sixteen years, and that's through the National Kitchen and Bath Association. And then I do a uh, 
Saturday uh, radio show with my co-host, Handyman Bob, and we do that, uh, which is around the house with Handyman Bob and Eric G. Saturday from noon to two, and we're on 10, you know, typical radio stations across uh, Oregon, and we broadcast between Oregon and Washington. Oh, there you go. All right, and uh, also, Eric, I want to introduce you to my co-host, Dan Hayden. He is, he's our resident certified home inspector here in the Valley of the Sun, and um, he's the kind of like the, the guy, he, nothing gets by this guy. <laughs> yeah, how you doing? Good, man. Good. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, All right. I'm certifiable, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> well, certifiable, well, you know. We're I gonna, just went to the shrink and I proved it. We're going to take that <laughs> yeah, a lot of different ways. All right. <laughs> Love it. Eric, tell us a little bit about, you know, what's, what's some of the uh, design trends that are happening up in the Northwest? You know, it's kind of funny. In the Northwest, we've uh, we're a fairly traditional styled styled area, but we do lean a little contemporary. And there's a kind of a style that's called Northwest Contemporary, which is kind of a an earthy contemporary feel that's got some you know Asian influences to it. So you see a little bit of that uh, you know maybe Japanese influence or or you know Southeast Asia influence into a warm contemporary compared to like a, you know, very cold, bright, shiny Italian contemporary. Well, do they do any of the feng shui with that kind of concept? You know, I'll be honest. We don't do – that's such a, a big word out there, and I haven't run into that. Um, I mean, there's a few people that do, but the whole the whole feng shui thing in the Northwest is um, was kind of a fad, it seems, that went away, geez, probably seven or eight years ago around here. It's just yeah. not something that's <laughs> – it's typical anymore. Yeah, here in the Valley, it was about seven, eight years ago that a lot of feng shui was going on. And the feng shui person would show up with the home inspector and was like, what are you doing here? I'm here with yeah. you. And you see them with their stuff and going, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I didn't subscribe to it and to each their own for everybody out there, but it was one of those things that uh, I was seeing there for a little bit. Some people that were, were spending a lot of money trying to take a house and, and and feng shui it. And, and turn it the right direction. It have been done. Yeah, yeah. Just turn the house and, you know. I mean, put the doors on the other side straight. because it doesn't feng shui. Well, you know, it's like yeah. I tell everybody else, you know, I could, I could I could make it look any way you'd like, but you're going to have to make my bank account look really good because it's going to take a lot of money. You know, I, I see if you were designing your own custom home and you had this lot and you, you had a plan for it, that's great, but taking a home and, and really trying to tweak it to make the, all those rules work is is nearly impossible to do on a on a on a decent to high budget. Yeah, no, actually, and you know, Eric, we've got a we've got a soundbite I want want you to hear because we we use this quite often, and it's one of the things that I hold near and dear to me. Listen to this. Got this little uh, fixer upper house I bought about five years ago, and uh, I haven't done anything to it like in five years, you know. So now it's like a little knocker downer house. <laughs> I mean, even if I had the time, I'm not good with the tools. You know, Bob Vila, remember that show? This old house? That guy could fix anything. I would watch that and go, oh my God, you know, he's great. Now, if I had a show, if I had a show. It'd be called This Fat Check. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the show. I'll be running out a big fat check to my contract. Oh, that's right. I could do anything as long as you have the money. That's the, yeah. it, it's the truth. I mean, because, uh, to, you know, that's the one thing that I think a, a lot of people that I run across, they, they watch so much 
HGTV and DIY uh, network and everything else. And they look at it and they're like, and you come in and you give them the hard facts about what it's going to take and especially how long it's going to take. They get a misconception because they don't see what hit the cutting room floor when they filmed. And it only took 30 minutes. Yeah, and it only took 30 <laughs> minutes, you know, but they don't see it. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy, and I, I read into that a lot. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times I'll be talking to a client that wants to remodel two bathrooms, and I say, well, let's talk about money, because I just want to make sure that you don't understand that this doing two bathroom models, these aren't $10,000 a piece. And I can't tell you how many times you can hear a pin drop, and they go, Oh, you can't? Uh, uh, yeah, I, I hear you. I'm with you because I get the same thing. You know, I had somebody once we went in. They wanted it was a modest uh, master bathroom. And I went in the house. It was an older home. And I, I looked and the whole thing had to be gutted, everything. Yeah. So I said to her, I said, look, I said, what? let me ask you a question so we're all on the same page. What's your budget for this? And, you know, so that I understand that we know we're not talking apples and oranges here. And she says, well, I, you know, I think it's going to run like around $6,000. And I'm like thinking to myself, how, how in the world did she ever come up with this figure? So I said, that's really great. I said, but how did you arrive at that figure? And she says, well, I got $6,000 back from the from the government. And I'm uh-huh. like, well, that's great. I'm glad anybody can get money back from the government. I'm, I'll applaud you. But it's going to cost like twice that much. And she says, oh, my God, you know, I, I don't have that kind of money. I'm like, look, I'm not going to take your money for $6,000, nor I don't think anybody else says and promises you that they, they can. You better just push them out the door or don't even let them come in your house because they're going to take your $6,000 and you're not going to be happy with what you get. I mean, oh, it's yeah. just ridiculous. And see, up here in the Northwest, I mean, that's a good segue into what we're doing here up here as far as the, the rules we have to follow and, and how it's affected the pricing of remodeling um, from, and I mean, I'm talking just going from what you have to do to get, you know, on a typical project, you're going to spend 1000 1200 up here just to get your lead and asbestos testing done. Mm. I oh, believe yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I, I believe and it. And that's really becoming important here in Phoenix. As the housing stock ages, more of those mm-hmm. things come to, you know, yeah, yeah, I might say they come to the surface. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And, and they're, it's affecting people's health. I also do healthy <laughs> home checks, and you'd be surprised what people are not cognizant of. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to have more with Eric G. right here on Image Home Improvement Live. Stay tuned. Thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to do your tile work? Let me make the choice a simple one for you. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone. Whether it's a residential or commercial project, AZ High Tech Tile and Stone are the experts in kitchen countertop backsplashes, floor tile and shower walls, and anything while using materials such as granite, tile, travertine, porcelain, and much, much more. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone will come to your home and provide you with a free estimate. We are members of the NTCA, CTIOA, and Certified CTC. Ceramic Tile Consultant. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone is a value trade partner for all image home improvement kitchen and bathroom makeovers. Give them a call today for your free estimate. 602-799-9619 or find them on the web at azhightechtileandstonellc.com. Monsoon season has passed, but the early January and February rains will soon be here. And if you have an older roof, it's just a matter of time before the leaks start appearing as water stains on your home ceiling. 
Do your home a favor and call Keiko Roofing for their free roof inspection. Their qualified professionals will check your roof and show you where your roof may soon fail or is failing. Keiko Roofing is committed to providing quality service along with the best roofing products. Whether you have a foam, flat, shingle, or tile roof, give Keiko Roofing Systems a call today. 602-944-4600 or keikoroofing.com. This is Jimmy Johnson, NASCAR driver of the number 48 Lowe's Chevrolet. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. All right, Homer's happy. He's excited. We're excited. We are here, and we're dry. And the caffeine has kicked in. And the caffeine has kicked in. All right, Dan. Dan, it it kicked in too early. It's supposed to kick in at 9.30. Rats. You know, so it kicked in early. You had too much. Cut him off, Blade. He can't have any more. Don't forget. Give me that. I told you, it's National Wine Drink Day. Not yet. It's not 5 o'clock. It, it's 5 o'clock somewhere in the world. That's oh, what they okay. always say. Remember okay, that? that? Works. Okay. Yeah. All right. We are back. And we're here with Eric G. He is uh, co-host of All Around the House with Handyman Bob up in the Seattle, Portland area. And uh, Eric, tell us a little bit about, you know, we talked a little bit about, you know, some of the, the challenges with, obviously, with hazardous materials and stuff to, from older homes. But give us a little idea of, you know, is there any other major issues that you have to jump through hoops up there? Obviously, I think customers are pretty much the same everywhere where they have this misconception of dollars and cents. But do you find that people – and we have a – we have actually Blade came up with it because we have a, uh, a saying that we've been saying on the show for 12 years now when we're doing radio and television is that a homeowner with tools could be a dangerous thing. Too many people try to do too many things that they think they could do because they see it on television – and then they wind up hurting themselves, going to the hospital, and then you got to wind up calling you to fix it anyway. <laughs> I was like, exactly. What, what's exactly. The, what's the purpose in doing that? And I tell people, if they come, if you come into somebody's home and you fix it, they paid for it, right? So it doesn't make a difference. It's their property, and it, so yeah. what difference is it if they make it or if they pay for somebody to fix it and it gets done right? If they hurt themselves, then they feel like an idiot. Because they hurt themselves, and now they got to have somebody feel they can feel embarrassed. They they have traumas for the rest of their life, knowing that they can't pick up a tool. I have Eric. You'll get a kick out of this. I have a customer that actually doesn't know. The husband doesn't know much about tools. I mean, if you tell him to go get a pair of channel locks, he'll look at you like you're talking, you know, Chinese. Oh him. Okay. Oh, I remember him. Okay. <laughs> so what his wife is very hands on when it comes to tools and homes and stuff like that. She literally made him go in the garage and take a sticky notepad and label all the tools with a sticky note so that this way when she tells him go get the channel locks, all he's got to do is look for the sticky note. So eventually all these names He'll associate so that it'll kick in so where she could get rid of the sticky notes and he'll know exactly what tool to go get. And this is a true story. I can't make this stuff up. Wow. It's I mean, funny. Uh, and he admits crazy. it. I've never seen that. And I tell you what, my friends, if I, if my friends are pretty brutal, if they walked into one of my buddies with his garage labeled that way, uh, the man card would be revoked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's true. That's I don't true. mean that despairingly to anybody, but that would be one of those things that there would be decades of teasing and, and making fun of but uh one quick comment i want to make about national wine day though you can't be drinking all day if you don't start in the morning 
that's right and by the way by the way i like your promo that you did with 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 bob on that on that wine on wine thing i thought that was great in fact i let i let uh i let dan listen to it before the show and he's like oh that means we got to start drinking before we start the project i'm like yeah that how do you think you could actually go back and use the 20 foot rule better that's right (laughs) i mean you just use it so, exactly. Exactly. Well, here's one thing that we're running into up here in the Northwest, especially yeah. in Portland, Oregon, where where I'm based out of. There's two things that are that are huge, and one of them's to do with the city. Is there's no grandfathering of previous construction, so oh, they I have building it. permits back to 1909. Oh my God! The problem is, if you in 1930 and closed that porch and made it part of your kitchen, when you dig into that project. And the footings aren't right, and everything else. You have to take it up to 2017 building code. That's right. So, I like gotta, that. I like uh, it. I know from the, from an inspector's point of view, and I, I also pull up what's called build facts. I yep. love that. That that just that turns me on. Yeah, because <laughs> I'll know what's actually is, in the house. You know, the problem though is is that you run into a problem is that you go out and pull. So we have this. I saw one of the contractors I work with did this. Pulled a building permit, got the a permit approved for a second story, very small, modest master bathroom addition that had some high end stuff in it, but it was small. And so it was like a $35,000 master bathroom with floating cabinets, very contemporary, really nice. Well, they dig into it, they got it. Plumbing inspection, <clears throat> excuse me, plumbing inspection, the inspector shows up and goes, Oh, even though we approved this, there was no second floor permits ever pulled for this residence. So um, this oh. isn't permitted. $95,000 worth of structural work to the house to allow the second floor to be there. Oh. Ow, ow, ow. The $30,000, dollars $35,000. And you didn't have a choice. It was either close up the close up the whole second floor where most of the bedrooms were, or you had to spend that ninety five dollars to, to get the house up to building code. Oh, Now, that's payback for not doing... Oh, well, why didn't they permit for the second floor? It was done in the 60s. It was three homeowners before these people had bought it. So there was no idea that when the second floor was big, and it was an old storybook-style house in, in Portland, and so right. there was storage up there and a staircase that went up there, and people just converted it over the years. Uh, and wow, homeowner had no idea he bought the house with that being known as a you know, as a, as part of the house, and it was taxed that way, and, and that's the problem. The other problem we run into is that we have a, quote-unquote, kind of tree issue here. So if you do a remodel in the city of Portland that exceeds $25,000, the city will force you to plant three trees in your front yard if you don't have them. Huh? Yeah, why? So, yeah, because they want more trees in the city. Like in Oregon, we don't need more trees. Right. The problem is it's just just what you need is that, more trees to hit cars. Yeah, exactly. Those are those blow over in the in the wind and the rain. But yeah. what happens is is that homeowners don't realize this, so they'll go they'll hire a fairly inexperienced contractor that's not used to doing twenty five thousand dollar projects and larger, and then they'll have a, a twenty five hundred dollar tree bill because they have to use their species, their size, their that goes in your front yard that's required to get your final inspection. That's worse than so an HOA. That, it is. Yeah. It's a TOA is what it is. I, it's a I, tree owner's association. I think yeah. I think what's happening, yeah, that there must a lot of the the tree huggers must be, you know, hiding that's up, right. up in Portland, uh, well, you know, affecting the government to be able to do well, that. Well, they run the government. 
Well, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> well yeah. you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's amazing. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But there's some there, there's been some serious kind of property rights issues of people going, I don't want trees in my front yard because I like my view. I don't want them, I don't want my view blocked. But the city, for, I mean, the inspector comes out there with his spray can on the sidewalk and marks, okay, you need a tree here this many feet back. You need a tree here, oh. here, and uh, I'll sign off in your kitchen bottle once you get the trees planted. Wow, what a nightmare. Well, that's yeah. worse. Um, that's worse than it. That's worse than the HOA police here. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. So that's an interesting one. That yeah. people now the way around it is most contractors go in because they don't really, and the city loses a lot of revenue this way because building permits are based on revenue. Contractors will go in and go, "Oh, that's a twenty-four thousand nine hundred dollar remodel." <laughs> uh huh. Uh-huh. And wow, that's a that's a wow. There's sub-zero refrigerators and you know. Six foot ranges going here and there, but it's a twenty four thousand dollars remodel. Right? Wow, that's, now, that's almost like uh, Arizona room to you know patio to Arizona room to new bedroom creep out here in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. It starts out mm-hmm. as a patio, turns into an Arizona room, then it turns into a room. That's amazing. Yep. That's how that creeps out that way. Yeah, it's yeah. A- we had that with the porches. Yep, same yeah. kind of thing. Eric, do you guys have uh, what we have here? We have the register of contractors here, which kind of is like the the watchdog for homeowners here to make sure that unscrupulous contractors don't take people for their money. And if they do, then at least the homeowners have a resource for for action. And I know we pay into the reef every time we renew our license every a year or two, usually every two years, that we pay into that fund because uh, a homeowner can claim up to $30,000 in uh, reclaiming some of the money that they may have lost because of an uh, unlicensed contractor or or somebody who just took the money and ran who was licensed. You know, that's a good idea. What they do here is we've got the CCB, which is the Construction Contractors Board. So they force all the contractors to be licensed, bonded, and insured. And then on top of that, they have to take continuing education classes to renew that license every year. Mm. That's so not a bad to, thing. So they've, they've got, uh, since water infiltration here is such a huge issue around windows and doors, I mean, that's one thing that they hit on every single contract, that you got to take this of how to put, you know, siding and windows and those kind of things and so you know that they're installed correctly. So that's a big thing. But I like that, though, where there's a fund that kind of helps support people that lost because, you know, here they're very strict on that, but uh, it's not a bad idea to to have some kind of a rescue fund for people that didn't uh, maybe do it correctly or hired the wrong person. Yeah, and unfortunately, if there is a, somebody who uh, wasn't licensed and they took them for the money, they have no rec- no have no recourse. That's why yeah. you know when people turn around and they they say, "Well, I can get it for this." That it's one of the first questions I asked. I said, "Well, is he licensed, bonded, or insured?" Well, oh, no, I'm not sure. and I'm like, "Well, do you want to take the risk of using him and having a problem?" Down the road, and then if, God forbid, he takes off with your money, you have no recourse because the register yeah. can't help you then. Well, it's like our mutual friend Skip Bedell and the catch a contractor, you know, thing. I mean, that's 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 what happens when you hire those guys is that whole entire premise of the show. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, you, you can't go back and, and hope that just because your neighbor told you, hey, this guy does, did work for me and it was good, that he's going to go do work for for. You that was good. I mean, you know, it's all about who it's who you know, but also you know, 
ask for, I mean, you've been doing it long enough. You know, people ask for credentials. I mean, and there's nothing, yep. and you are a licensed, upstanding contractor trying to make a difference in the world. You should have no problem presenting that to the homeowner. It's just like some of these contractor referral services, you know, companies out there. Some of these guys, oh. and I've seen this happen. I have seen some of the big name brand places where they will call the contractor up and say, for $750, we'll bury that bad review in the back of the review for you. So it's hard to find it. And I think that's inappropriate as well. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, the other thing, too, looking at it from the other side, I've seen where, you know, certain people decide to go on, you know, Yelp or something and find you, and then all of a sudden they write a bogus, bad uh, review, which wasn't even true. And then the contractor has an issue with it because obviously he just can't go back and delete it. He's got to yeah. answer it, you know. And it's like you Yelp know, is a hostage tool. Oh my god! Oh, it is. oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, in, fortunately, fortunately, like enough, most of my business. I mean, I get a call every now and then from Yelp, but it's not it's it's not the mainstay of where we get a lot of our leads from because it's obviously a lot of word of mouth. It's a lot of the media work that we do. And the connections we made over the lead, I've been doing this for 27 years and, you know, but 12 years of radio and television. So I think we've got a good name out there. So if I do see a bad one here and there because somebody uh, might have been unhappy, but we've never had anybody that we haven't been able to, uh, you know, satisfy satisfactorily, even if we did have a problem with them. Because, hey, that's the nature of contracting. It Things happen and you just got to learn. That you, you're gauged by your credibility on how you deal with problems. So is the Google reviews thing, would you call that hostile or not, Eric? What, what, is that any better than Yelp? Well, I think Google's better. Um, you know, I honestly, my favorite one out there, and I'm not going to say this, I have a dog in the fight, but my favorite one out there that I've seen is Angie's List because they force you to be a customer, you know, to make a review. And yes. They will remove it if not, and you can you could offer to throw a million dollars at them to remove a bad review, and they won't do it. Mm. So I think they're one of the better ones. But any of these things where you can sign on and make a review without any kind of a verifiable, you know, source that they actually are a customer or actually did business with you, I don't think it's worth the review. If they wanted a six thousand dollar master bathroom remodel, for instance, and you came out and told them it was going to be thirty. That's you're not ripping them off. You're giving them an actual price, and that's not worthy of a bad review. Mm-hmm. That's right. So I think you need to have some kind of a balance with that. But uh, anything where people can freely comment, it gets dangerous. And uh, you know, I've seen plenty of people out there, and there's a few a year with contractors that I've worked with. So they'll say, "Well, if you give me five thousand dollars off I'll, at the end of the project, I'll give you a, a screaming review on whatever page." And it's the same kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's 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 like trying to hold you hostage. It's it's like that promise for something later. If you do this for me now, and it's just like I won't go there. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's like Lucy holding the football. Yeah, because yeah. at the end, yeah. at the at, at the end of the process, process, she'll turn around and say he'll he'll find something to nitpicky about, it, and then you've already committed to uh, taking that much less money, and he's just not going to pay you, and he wound up screwing the contractor. I mean, it's just not fair. Even Just, the best projects, somebody with a discerning eye can go around and find something to complain about if they look for it. Yes, I can. Well, Dan, you're <laughs> you're you're special, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> but I like, but but I really want people to get what they're paying for and make sure it's actually you know health healthy safety and working the way it was meant to work. 
That's what I really look for for people that hire me to come on and take a look. And that's why I tell people, too, is that, that building codes out there are there to protect the homeowner. However, comma, they don't have anything to do in most cases with the quality of the craftsmanship. Yeah, a house built just by code doesn't work. It's, it's, it's terrible if it's exactly. just by code. It takes yeah. a certain craftsman, and it actually takes care of the craftsman to make it livable and wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. it's amazing. And- Eric, what do you got? What do you got? Uh, what do you and Bob got on your plate for your show for today? You know, we're going to talk about uh, kind of what you were talking about a little bit earlier. We're going to talk about creating a homeowner toolbox uh, for your basic DIY person. And I did a segment on uh, my local Fox station uh, this last week on it. So we're going to dig into what tools should be in a basic DIY home improvement toolbox. Is there a surprising tool that you should have in your DIY toolbox that some might not know about? Yeah, band aids. Oh, that's Band-Aid. good. Well, that's good. Band-Aids. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else, Eric? Like, like you know, any type of oil or whatever or WD-40? You know, I don't have any magic tools, I think. I think the biggest thing is is no matter what you're doing, doing it safely. So if you don't know how to use it, don't put it in your toolbox. Mm-hmm. That's right. And use the right tool for the right thing. Don't try. Yeah. try just because you have a hammer, not everything needs to be hammered. <laughs> Except if it's National Wine Day. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, good one. That Give yourself good. one. That's right. good. Yeah, that right. was good. Thanks. One for the host. Don't go. DIY hammered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see that up on the freeway sides. That's Don't right. DIY hammered. Hey, maybe I get them to do that. That would be great. Well, you know what? We'll get the Pratt cam to go out and cover it with me. How's that? There you go. That would be great. All right, Eric. Good All right. job, man. Eric, thanks so much for joining us today. And uh, where can they find you and hear you? Um, easiest way to find me is go to my website, designedbyericg.com. And my radio show's there. We're going to stream us live this afternoon. We'll be on noon to 2 Pacific on KXL.com. All right. Eric, thanks so much. And we'll be talking with you again real soon. All right, guys. We'll return the favor and put you guys on one of these weekends. Let's figure that out. All oh, right. Put we'll us do on that. the spot. All right. <laughs> okay. We'll do that. All right. Thanks, Eric. All right. Eric G. Man after my own heart. He he has a personality and does home improvement. I love it. And he's a, and he's a talk show host. <laughs> God, they, 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 That's they, a rare breed. They don't make them any better. <laughs> All right. When we come back, we're going to be talking appliances. So I want everybody to stay tuned. If you've been thinking about your appliances and what you're going to put in your home, you need to listen next hour right here on Image Home Improvement Live. Are you tired of the runaround from your heating and air conditioning company? Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, and I'd like to tell you about a company I respect and trust. The pros at Quality Systems Air Conditioning and Refrigeration. They are the Valley's premier heating and air conditioning service company. Each and every professional at Quality Systems goes through a stringent training process of continuing industry education. Larry Thompson, the owner of Quality Systems, and his staff exemplify the meaning of integrity and honesty. Quality Systems is a licensed, bonded, and insured company for your protection. When I have a heating and air conditioning need, I call the pros at Quality Systems. Why wait? Call the pros at Quality Systems right now, 480-247-7654, or find them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. 
If you've been looking for that one store that has the best selection of tile, natural stone, hardwood, and more for your next remodel, look no further. Inex Creative Floors for the past 15 years has helped designers, homeowners, and architects bring their creative ideas to life. If you're looking to create that wow factor in your next remodel, Inex Creative Floors is the place you should go. Conveniently located on North Frank Lloyd Wright Boulevard in Scottsdale, they are open daily Monday through Sunday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Call today, 480-767-1445, or visit them on the web at inexcreativefloors.com. Most of us have our charity of choice that we give from the heart to support. Did you ever wonder, where does the money go? How much do I really know about the charity I support? Where can I go and learn more about these nonprofit organizations? Every Monday at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with DeSimula is your source for this information. Know the report before you support. Donate wisely, not just from the heart. Remember, Mondays at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with DeSimula on the Double White Network. Thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to do your tile work? Let me make the choice a simple one for you. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone. Whether it's a residential or commercial project, AZ High Tech Tile and Stone are the experts in kitchen countertop backsplashes, floor tile and shower walls, and anything while using materials such as granite, tile, travertine, porcelain, and much, much more. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone will come to your home and provide you with a free estimate. We are members of the NTCA, CTIOA, and Certified CTC. Ceramic Tile Consultant. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone is a value trade partner for all image home improvement kitchen and bathroom makeovers. Give them a call today for your free estimate. 602-799-9619 or find them on the web at azhightechtileandstonellc.com. The following takes place between 9 a.m. and 10 a.m. Beyonce and Whitehead. No, Beyonce and what? Whitehead. What? Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. He, he just can't get it. I can't get it. He can't get it, but that's okay. Okay. That's He's all right. He's not the music man. That's right. I know. <laughs> I know. That's right. It's just, you know, that's when you, you know, the springtime, you got, oh, Lord knows, the Oscars are coming soon, I think. I mean, it's it's like the, the season of, it's like winter. It's like the season of uh, award shows. You know, I just, I think we should have, I think we should have, you know, I should have to talk to Dave Pratt about this. I think we ought to have, um, you know, award shows for the hosts and for the stations of all our stations all across Star Worldwide Networks. That's what I think we should have. We should have a, we should have a, an award show. Huh. You think that? And then this way, this way, you know, they get awarded the, the, uh, you know, Is the, that more like the, a the, sounds the, more like a Razzie than an award? No, the, the Pratt Ball. <laughs> you know, we get, get the Pratt Ball, like the disco ball, like you know, like the, the dancers get on ABC. You know, Dancing and, and with they, the Stars. Uh, we can get the a, Pratt Ball. It's a seventies thing. They said if he can make a Pratt cam, <laughs> he can make a Pratt Ball, right? And it'd be a Pratt Ball with headphones on. 
Don't ask I'm me what sorry, the tadpole is going to look like. I don't know. Wrong visual. Sorry. Uh, Dave, I'm sorry. I, I, when you listen to my show this week, and I'm sure you'll wonder, what the hell is he talking about? But, he, but he'll be thinking about it. I'll get him to think about it because that'd be a great idea. You know what? That would be great because we could run it on his show on CW6 and, and uh, Image Home Improvement could win the Lifetime Achievement Award. There you go. All right. <laughs> because they started back in the Mesozoic era. That's right. That's right. How do you think we That's used right. to? You know, actually, you know, that wasn't. You and Bob Dylan. <laughs> Bob Dylan. Oh, he was pre-Cambrian. <laughs> we have to go back. We have to go back. We have to go back and check and see when, you know, you know, another one would be funny to, to talk about home improvement, you know, way back in the Flintstone era. Yes. You know, with Barney and Fred were talking about when he's trying to fix. Can you imagine doing Barney and Fred trying to do a room edition? And then he'll that just have to go get Dean. Have to go. Very good, Dan. They'll have to take. <laughs> have to up. take Dino to go bring some more boulders in to make another addition. Well, hey, they were at the pits doing the boulders anyway. Then just a little bit of take home work, you know. I don't know what we're gonna do. Another day it, at the boulder pit, and they could get it done in thirty minutes too, guaranteed. Jabba dabba do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. like, yeah. All right, don't forget. Check us out on Facebook and Twitter. And uh, and when you listen on Saturday, you know you know all the people. I know there's more people out there listening who know music a little better than Blade, and know that Rihanna did one of our songs that we play on our show every week and been doing it. It's part. It's part <laughs> of. It's part of you know the the branding that Image Home Improvement has done since 2005. Can you imagine 2005? And guess what? Another two weeks, four years on Star Worldwide Networks here. Well, really? That's right. And are you telling me four years of? That's right. Of Beyonce? That's terrific. Congratulations. No, no four. Yeah. No, actually, it's been twelve years of Rihanna. Rihanna. <laughs> Rihanna. <laughs> no, 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 okay. no, no. Okay, Steve. Are we you still? Know, are we still talking about kitchens? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, we got we got lost in the recycling bin. Huh? I, I don't know what happened. All right. So anyway, so we want to get started and talk a little bit about you know kitchens, obviously, and continue our discussion because you know once we get past the the design of it and making sure that it functions, we have to go back and decide on okay, well, what are we going to buy? You know, because there are so many different types of appliances out there made by a lot of different manufacturers. You know. And one of the things that I know, one of, we did a kitchen remodel not too long ago where the homeowner wanted to go out and buy the appliances. And actually, you can go out and buy a good brand name appliance. And you don't have to get it and pay like top dollar for it if you just do a little shopping. That's right. You know, like our good friend Daphne Monroe says from Smart Shopper, she'll say, you know, go start price hunting for the particular type of appliances that you like. And then if you see something online, go to a store that has them because obviously there's nothing like seeing them in and person. And the other part is, and remember at the store, they're not going to have the same lighting as your kitchen. And right. you've got to really bring that into your mind because, yes, we have appliances in our kitchens. Some appliances reflect more of that light than others. And therefore, you'll have a brighter or uh, not, you know, a darker kitchen than you planned. That's true. Those surface finishes, well, you've got the dishwasher, the refrigerator, the microwave, and right. it's, and, and, and sometimes they'll have that two-drawer warmer that also is part of the appliances. That, you know, come on, you're thinking a lot of surface finish in your kitchen that's going to reflect or not reflect. 
It's and true. And people, you know, they stand in the showroom and saying, wow, that looks perfect. And then they put it in their kitchen and saying, that's not what I bought. Ari Papagnos will tell you the same thing about her, their granite tops and their marble tops. you got to see them in person before you. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you could see something that you may like online, but when you take that picture, print it off the off the computer screen, and you take it there, it's going to look, it's not going to look exactly the same. It's mm-hmm. going to look a little bit different because, you know, computer screens don't generate the colors and the in the depth of what you could see when you look at that granite in the never movement. trust anything online. That's right. <laughs> you know, just that's right. Uh, and that's then how's be- your how how that kitchen looks? You know, nighttime versus daylight. That's yeah. two different worlds. Yeah, and, and you know the people that put the photos on the website are just picking the most beautiful photos they have, and and ninety nine times out of a hundred, it's not indicative of what it really. is. And it's photoshopped. And it's photoshopped <laughs> too, so you, you can't trust those things. That's right. Yeah. So I mean, it's uh, it's pretty amazing, but. Uh, again, they, that's why you have to have a professional help you make up through exactly, these steps. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, one of the things that, you know, getting into a couple of the different things you need to think about, okay, um, you may want to also, obviously, first and foremost, energy efficiency, which yep. a lot of the new units are now. So you want to make sure that you buy an energy efficient appliance. And look for the Energy Star and then make sure you look it up on the Energy Star government website. That it's actually listed. Do they Sometimes give you like a the, number on the on the yeah, Energy Star stick? Actually, the the uh, model number will be on there, mm-hmm. and then for that brand, you go into the Energy Star website, and then they'll list that as as an actual energy saving device, not an imposter. If I it's see. yeah, because some yeah. of these companies are unscrupulous that send it in from overseas, and they rubber you know rubber stamp the sticker. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sure, yep. I'm sorry, it, it happens. Yeah. That's and it's amazing. And then the other thing too, you got to remember: uh, check out the warranty on the unit and the manufacturer's customer service. Because obviously, you know, I always when people ask me about plumbing fixtures and stuff like that, you know, which one should I buy? Well, everybody's got their own preference. Well, this I like the way this one looks better, or maybe I like this one better. You know, but if you find one that like, I always per- turn around. And I think, at least in my experience, um. Where I've had uh, fixtures that have gone in that might have been had a, a p- part of the part defective from the initial purchase was Moen. Moen will turn around and, and if you call their customer service department, you tell them, hey, I've got this unit and I found this was bad when I bought it. They, okay, you know, they'll name, address, and it's going out tomorrow and they'll send you to mm-hmm. the Really, with virtually, you know, no hassle. So, again, you, knowing what kind of customer service that, that a particular company has is important because when if something should happen, you want to be able to have a report to know that you've got a concern that they're going to address it. They're not just going to take your name and, and like you're not another number. You and know? then they might get around to you next year after the warranty is over. Right, exactly. <laughs> so you want to make sure that you do that. And here's another thing, especially with water fixtures in your home. And I run into this all the time during inspections. The water pressure to the house for most of your fixtures cannot exceed 80 pounds per square inch coming into the house and supplied to that fixture because it voids the warranty instantly. You hook it up to that 80, over 80, 80 pounds and plus, the, a lot of the fixtures will not warrant or replace. Wow. It has, to, it has to be under 80 PSI. Read the very fine print. Wow. Yeah. That's good. So, I'm sorry. That's you know. Aren't, aren't generally most homes? So isn't the water pressure eighty? 
PSI that, anyone? No, no. no. I mean, that, Steve, remember that one yeah. we walked up to and everybody's scratching their head and I went outside and took the water pressure and it was 100 and something? Right. And in, in meanwhile, we found out that all the neighbors around them had already put pressure regulators, regulators on their inlet coming into the house. So this way that they didn't have more pressure than they should have. Mm-hmm. And so, no, turning the valve at the front down does not reduce the water pressure. <laughs> I had one realtor tell me, well, we don't need that. We just turn the valve down to where the pressure's lower. No, you'll still have the same pressure flow, whether you have a have that gate valve all the way open or all the way closed. It's going to be the same yep. pressure. So what'd you call it? A pressure what? Pressure relief valve. The pressure regulator. Regulator. I'm sorry. Regulator. Pressure regulator. Sorry, Steve. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, right. Pressure regulator. Okay. Yeah, you want to make sure that you have that. Well, how can the consumer generally do that? How can a CDT like myself, certified dangerous with tool guy, <laughs> figure out what my pressure is? You need a qualified person you like do. Dan to okay. come out or a plumber okay. to come out actually and, come check, take and check. check it. Okay. So I, I would strongly suggest if you have a plumbing issue with your home, and you keep fixing things. And, and they, well, well, when they when the plumber comes out, just ask them to check your water pressure coming into the house. I've just had, so I've, that I've you know. a lot of incidences where plumbers have been out there fixing things, but they've never taken the pressure on the fixtures and offered to reduce it or do anything. I run into several plumbers that just don't connect it. You wow, know, and that could be big trouble down the road. Seems no, to me. it's it's callbacks. Yeah, yeah, it's callbacks, and every time you call back, guess what happens. That contractor gets a big, fat check. (laughs) That's right. All right, when we come back, we're going to be talking more appliance tips for you, the average homeowner, and planning out your next kitchen remodel. So don't go away. Thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. If you've been putting off those plumbing repairs at home, let me remind everyone, small problems not repaired usually become larger, more expensive problems later on. With Lawson Family Plumbing, there's no job too small or too large, and the work is done right the first time, every time. They can handle problems such as broken garbage disposals, leaky faucets, water heater repair and replacements, water softener installations, slab leak repairs, and much more. Lawson Family Plumbing should be your choice for all your plumbing needs. Give them a call today, 480-302-9928, or find them on the web, LawsonFamilyPlumbing.com. Remember, Organization is a big deal in most areas of the home, but nowhere is it more important than the laundry room. I'm Danny Lifford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about how to get the most from yours right after this. Fall means cooler temperatures, beautiful colors, and long hours of raking leaves. Until now, introducing the new dual tine leaf rake from Ames. With a double row of tines and clog-free design, it rakes up to 45% faster than standard rakes, making leaf raking easier than ever. It even comes with a detachable hand rake for cleaning under shrubs and in tight spaces. The Ames Dual Tine Leaf Rake. Leaves hate it, you'll love it. Available now at the Home Depot and other fine retailers. 
The laundry room is one of the busiest areas in the home, and yet they're usually not that large. So here are a few tips to maximize their efficiency. Create a series of hamper-sized shelves or cubbies to make sorting clothes by color easier and more efficient. You can arrange them vertically or horizontally depending on your layout. You can never have too much shelving, so consider adding some up near the ceiling. A shelf that is flush with the tops of door casings can run all the way around the room and provide lots of extra storage, plus a handy place to mount a closet rod for hanging clothes. Tall, shallow shelving above or adjacent to the washing machine is also a good idea for detergent, bleach, and other laundry products. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. This is Amber Sullins, Chief Meteorologist for ABC 15 News. Nightly, I update you with the most up-to-date and accurate forecasting of our valley's weather. The most accurate and cutting-edge information for your home can be found here every Saturday morning with Steve Dubell and Image Home Improvement live on the Double Wide Network. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement live right here on Star Worldwide Networks. And uh, we want to thank Amber Sullins for giving us this wonderful weather this weekend. You can actually see the wall of water heading our way, Steve. Look at that. Sorry, Amber. Look at that. I think we're about to learn a valuable lesson here, especially if you're a new homeowner on possible flooding in your home. Well, possibly. But on the other hand, too, is like if you've been negligent in taking care of any roof leaks... You're going to regret it come this weekend because... Or how about basement leaks? There are a few homes in the valley that do have just basements. Just a few. Just yeah. a few. But I uh, did one the other you know, just a few days ago, and there were no drains inside the window wells to the basement. You thought that other place that was moldy you and I walked yeah. into? At least it had drains to the, to the, uh, to the lift pump. This... Right. Where do the drains More go from? Only one out of four windows had a drain. No way. Where do the way. Drain, where do the drains go? Do they come from the inside of the window well into the soil? Actually, they go down into a PVC that goes down into a drop pit that right. uh, takes the condensate uh-huh. and from takes the condensate right. from the AC and any rain in the wells out and pumps it directly out into the drop pit. Yeah, that's the drop pit that it comes into, and okay. then gets to a certain height. It's just a, it's like an old-fashioned sump pump. It just pumps the water up and out to the yard. Now, here's the problem. They pumped it right outside the edge of the house, right back into a window well. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't... This is, I'm this, sorry. I was laughing. I was enjoying myself. This, <laughs> this is what I mean. Somebody just going back doing something that... They probably that was probably done by one of those you know one of those people like like Melvin uh, Melvin or yeah you know, like a Melvin or you know uh, Palaverde Bob yeah but here's the rest of the story in this house that side of the house was supposed to have the the back to the front drainage had been blocked off so the drainage it would just fill right up and back into the into the basement there was no drainage on that on that side of the house mm. unbelievable and no and no gutters for the roof. <laughs> It was like, well, I just looked at my client and went, dude, dude. dude. <laughs> and then when you walked in the basement, it had five or six of those smell good things that give you a headache, but I found them old anyway. Well, you know. Is it possible after one of these things that we're about to get in, in <clears throat> rain and all that kind of stuff that it, your roof won't leak right away? That it'll well, res- it, residually? It, 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 well, I mean, yeah, no. If a there, day or so. Yeah. It, yeah I mean, if there is, if there is issues under like with your underlayment whether it's tile or shingle or if you worry about like for instance after this rain like say monday because it's gonna yeah. rain tomorrow 
it, say Monday you go out and you see this line of like granules around the edge of your house, <laughs> especially if you have shingles. Inside that's the not, house? No, that's outside not, on the ground. That's not kitty litter. That'll tell you. Yeah, it's not <laughs> kitty litter. That'll tell you that the rain is actually washing off the granules on your shingles. And that means your shingles are probably, you know, very close to being dead. Or you get, that's right. the, the roof is almost ready to be replaced because the surface is just decaying and, and flaking off in granules. Mm, that's right. And the rain will just make it wash off like the sunsh- that. The sunshine has baked it, and now it's been washed. Yeah, so it's like, you know. <laughs> a bacon or rinse. And, you know, one of the things that we always want to urge, and I apologize for getting off the subject of appliances here, but obviously with the rain, the problem is don't go out. And, you know, I've seen people do this. And I saw, oh, my God, I almost had, Dan, talk about things you see when <laughs> when you drive by. And you're like, oh, look, look what they did over here. No, what they actually did was uh, it was a, an office for a chiropractor. And I used to go to this chiropractor years ago. And I'm driving by on Bell Road. And all of a sudden, I look up at the roof as I'm going by. And they actually went up in the valley. He came back and they elastomeric the, the whole section. So he's got this brown roof with this big splotch of white elastomeric in the valley because he probably had a leak and never bothered to change and just replace the roof. So it's like, you know, stuff like that might be a stopgap measure for now, but you, a lot of times people won't do that. Once they the roof, the the rain stops. They feel, oh, now I can breathe for a little bit. It's not going to leak anywhere else for a while, and they'll just let it alone. The water will go elsewhere to give you a leak. Yeah. It's always got a backup plan. That's when I right. go to do the infrareds, and I tell people, okay, I found somewhat of the primary, but I've got to find this backup leak because there's always a secondary place. This thing's going to leak. That yeah, water is bad stuff, isn't it? I am telling well, you. Water could do it's a lot. Dangerous. Of, water yeah. could do sneaky. a lot of yeah. damage depending on where it is and what it is, and that's why when you find something, it's like anything else. You find something wrong with your home, it's best to fix it while the problem is still small, because otherwise, if you ignore it and bury your head in the sand, it's not going to go away. It's only going to get worse, and then before you know it, you're going to wind up paying like. An astronomical, an astronomical amount of money to fix something that may have cost you only a couple hundred dollars originally. And a lot of it is just like our our, our friends at Kaiko say, to take a look at your roof before it rains, because once you see it inside the house, it's too late. That's mm. right. That's right. So it's always good to get you know with Kaiko, you know, get a free roofing inspection every year. You know, if you That's go right. you go out, you get a new roof put on there, Keiko will come out every year and inspect your roof just to let you know. Friend of the pe- show, ladies and gentlemen, Keiko Roofing. That's yes. right. That's <laughs> right. Anyway. Where'd you get that, Bill? Uh, it just showed up. It just showed up. Somebody just left it here? Uh, it just, my God. I, I, oh, my God. It reminds me of the farm animals. I was going to say that. We should add the farm animals down below. I mean, that was that was that was that, that was, was a moving experience. That was BB before yeah. Blade. That's, That's right. right. That's right. OK. Yeah. All right. Getting back to getting, <laughs> getting back, back to, some, to the show, getting back to the show and some of the other things that we need to talk about here with appliances. Obviously, let's talk a little bit. of You know, the other thing, too, is you um, if you're looking at your dishwasher, you want to be able to make sure that, uh, again, being energy efficient, that it's not pulling a, more electric than it should. But again, water usage is important, and the heating capabilities should be considered when you are going to do that because obviously not all dishwashers are created equal. So it, it goes beyond the point of, hey, it looks good. 
You know, the, the big thing for a dishwasher is check its owner's manual to what temperature water works best with it. Because if you've got your water heater set at the wrong temperature, too hot or too cool, it will not operate right by the guidelines given by the manufacturer. Most are about 100 to 120 to 125 degrees heat needed coming in on your hot water. So if you don't have that available for your water heater, because when that little, little little electric booster kicks in, it's you know it's energy efficient until that booster has to kick in and warm your water up from 80 to 120. That's not efficient. That's true. That's true. And again, having a, a dishwasher that actually uses enough water and produces enough heat temperature-wise that it's capable of sanitizing your dishes. Because just mm-hmm. you know, just washing them, you know, it's just you know it's scraping one them thing. off and throwing them in. And also, I know it sounds like a joke, but it's how you stack your dishes, how good they, how clean they become. Yeah, it's right. You just can't just throw them in. Hey, side note: what are the what's the little woman recommend for 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 dishwashing liquid? Because they, believe me, the cheap stuff is cheap stuff, and it doesn't work. Actually, your better brand, you know, packets that cost a little bit more, and also for this valley, have that additive. For our hard water. Okay, like Unless what's Unless you've better? got a water softener. What? I can't go by brand, but, you know, those gel packets. Yeah. Which are dangerous if you have little kids in the house. Mm. And it's another toxin under your sink. So there's a, there's other products out there off of the main grid of stores that have friendlier products that clean extremely well. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other conversation. Another well, we show. grew up with yeah. Cascade, didn't we? Oh, yeah, Cascade was one of the ones we grew up with, absolutely. Yeah. But you get that knockoff brand at the store, yeah. and it acts like the knockoff brand at the it store. It does. It puts a film, leaves a film on everything, and it, it doesn't that's clean right. anything. You're right. Okay. Yeah, anyway. that's right. So you got to be careful. All right, taking a look at ovens, ovens are important. <laughs> because, what are you laughing about? <laughs> taking a look at ovens. Turn it up real hot and put your head in there. No, You're in no, Phoenix. No, no. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to burn those nachos. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, just make more. I'll eat them. Don't <laughs> worry so about will it. I. Okay, so the other thing is regarding ovens, you want to make sure that, you know, with today's technology, you want to be able to go back and do self-cleaning. Make sure it has different types of self-cleaning options because, you know, way back in the day when Blade and I were, you know, growing up, you know, the, the first thing. You put thing, the paste the in only, it and you turned the it on. The only continuous cleaning option we had was mom. No, it was the kid. Put the kid in there with the paste and then start covering everything. Paste. And it comes out. Remember that? Remember no. That? You, you don't remember no. that? Oh, that you used to be that... able to go take the paste and you, you warm up the oven and then you put the paste on and then you let it sit for whatever, however they and you open up long. the windows because yeah. it's toxic. Because it's going to smell. It's going to smell nasty. And then you go back and then you're able scrape to scrape all the stuff Scrape up. it all off. I mean, it was it was just and the old way used to do it. And then whatever you bake next tastes like the paste. Yeah, it was <laughs> terrible. Well, the self cleaning <laughs> ovens, I guess we had those. I, you know, you turn them on and it's, it turns up it turns up to thousand degrees, right? And you let it sit for five hours a thousand or something. Degrees. <laughs> <laughs> it makes your meter turn faster than your air conditioner. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, it's just amazing. But one thing is, if you're going to do the oven clean, make sure you understand the instructions on it, how long it'll actually take, and. If you have a if it if it's got a lot of debris on it, that's going to cause some some smoke or you know some pizza pure, cheese. Yeah, <laughs> you know. yeah, up in the air that'll set off your alarms. Yeah, just double check to make sure that you've got plenty of ventilation when you do that. And I think that'll probably be in your owner's manual how to ventilate while you do the cleanup. 
What yeah. other uh, appliances you got in mind oh, after my... we come back from break? Oh, well, we got other stuff to talk about. We come back, refrigerators, garbage disposals, refri- <laughs> washing machines and dryers. and uh, Garbage disposals, one of my favorites. Ice cube makers. Yay! Ice cube. All right, when we come back, we're going to be talking a little bit about those and more of your concerns with your kitchen design and what to put into your what to put into that remodel again it all depends on quality budget and your the way you want your kitchen to function if you are a cook then you want to make sure that it works right for you so you're spending all this good money to have me come in or a qualified contractor you want to make sure it gets done right and that you're happy with the money you spent that's most important So stay tuned. We'll be listening to Image Home Improvement live right here on Star Worldwide Networks. Good morning, honey. It's the weekend, and you know I have a long list of things that need to be done around the house. You know, some of them are a little bit complicated. Do you think you can handle the list? Sure, honey. No problem. You know I've been doing repairs around the house for years. I know. But sometimes you can be dangerous with tools. Remember the time you tried to change the water heater and put in a new one? That was the great flood of 2015. I don't want that disaster to ever happen again at our house. Maybe we should start listening to that contractor who's on the radio, Steve Dubell. He has a show called Image Home Improvement Live. Well, I don't know everything about our home, so maybe a little education can do us both good. Where can we find the show? Every Saturday morning, 8 to 10 a.m. on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Get your weekly dose of home improvement every Saturday morning on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Don't be a homeowner who's dangerous with tools. Call in with your questions. 480-421-0640. Thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to do your tile work? Let me make the choice a simple one for you. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone. Whether it's a residential or commercial project, AZ High Tech Tile and Stone are the experts in kitchen countertop backsplashes, floor tile and shower walls, and anything while using materials such as granite, tile, travertine, porcelain, and much, much more. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone will come to your home and provide you with a free estimate. We are members of the NTCA, CTIOA, and Certified CTC. Ceramic Tile Consultant. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone is a value trade partner for all image home improvement kitchen and bathroom makeovers. Give them a call today for your free estimate. 602-799-9619 or find them on the web at azhightechtileandstonellc.com. When you buy a car, you want to see that car's history, whether it's new or used. Why should buying a home be any different? DEC Inspections can provide you with the inspection you need to have peace of mind when purchasing your next home. Call today, 602-308-8722. That's 602-308-8722. Hi, this is Skip Bedell. And Allison Bedell from the Spike TV hit show, Catch a Contractor. We catch contractors that have left homeowners with unfinished remodeling projects. And if you don't want this to happen to you, listen to Image Home Improvement Live. Every Saturday morning on the Double Wide Network. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live right here on Star Worldwide Networks. And, uh, you know, one of the things that we wanted to uh, just touch base on real quick is 
You know, Monday, believe it or not, 2017 is just started off with a bang and is just flying by. It's almost, we're pushing towards the latter part of the second month of the year. And Monday is President's Day. Like a well-oiled I mean, machine. I mean, I can't believe where <laughs> time is flying. It's going by so fast. And, and like I said, another two weeks, we're going to be uh, having our anniversary here at Star Worldwide Networks. That's the day we'll make net. Well, that, that is the day we'll officially make it. Image <laughs> Home Improvement Live, National Wine Day. There we go. Right here to celebrate. Right. Celebrate. And we'll Actually, have- I thought it was going to be Margarita 30. Margarita. Well, I have to think about that. That may not be bad. Yeah. Margarita. Where do we get? We get. Uh, we'll go down to Arriva's, get some margaritas, bring them in, and and obviously, like you say, it must be five o'clock somewhere in the world. That's right. No salt for me. No salt for Dan. <laughs> you know. So this way, we get something that's salt free for you. That's right. Name a president from the seventies, both of you. Steve first. Nixon. Dan. Kennedy. Kennedy. There you go. All right. Last one. Then Ford. We can move on. Okay. Name what name President Steve from the fifties. Eisenhower. Dan? Oh. I don't know. Oh. Eisenhower's it. That's all I can think of. I think that's the only one I can think of. Because maybe Roosevelt? Maybe that's a Google. Maybe Google that one. See who was president in the 50s. See, Wilson was 40s. We'll have to check that one out. But again, you know, obviously, some of us have off. Other people, you know, like me. Just... Let me check my alternative facts on that. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's looking up for some fake news. That's right. You know, I've got a fake news fix. You know, but hey, you know, just you know, maybe you'll come up with. Hey, it's uh, all real here. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's like that. It's like that Toyota commercial where they got you know the guy's dressed up as Benjamin Franklin and he has to. He, he to, thinks he's a dollar bill. Oh no! It was that, <laughs> oh, it's not the Toyota commercial. I think it was a. I think it was a Geico commercial. Geico. Oh, that was Toyota. Yeah, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. The intern Pat. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Intern Pat. Harry. Harry Truman. Harry 50s. Truman. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Give him hell, Harry. Give him hell, Harry. That's right. And Dwight Eisenhower. It's just those two. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you got all those things. So you've got, um, and you know, you get you got as, the sixties with LBJ. LBJ. Yeah. LBJ and. And Kennedy, and, and then Richard you got Nixon. Nixon, and then you get four. I am not a thief. And then you got <laughs> no, no. And you got Bush forty one. Bush forty one. Who? Bush forty one. No. And then Clinton, and then forty two. And then Bush forty two. Right. That's how we designate the Bushes. Oh, I see. You know? <laughs> that sounds like landscaping. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So if anybody has the day off on Monday, enjoy the day off. Just relax. Just know that some of us will still be working. Out in the field, making this country great again. Hey, can I ask you a question real quick? See, see I was talking with Steve on. The t- we made a telephonic communication, Hayden, the other day. Oh, okay. Yes. And, 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 and how's it going? You can tell he was rushed and harried and had a lot of things going on, like you guys always do. And it's like, God oh, forbid, we have another foreclosure. So, wh- how how is that a pain in the butt? A foreclosure? How how is that a negative for you for as, me? as a licensed, bonded, and insured contractor? Well, it's good for me because you know sometimes, like when when there was like for instance when there was the the economy crashed and they had this overly abundance of foreclosures here in the valley. I mean, our good friend Doug Hopkins will tell you that it was a time. That's how property wars got started, where they turned around. They had so much inventory. 
that was being foreclosed on that it was ripe for the pickings. Oh, I see. It just makes you so, busier, busier. So it puts makes it more busy. So you're actually be able to go out and rehab the house. I see. But then on the other hand, too, you got to be careful because you may get houses for for dirt cheap and you can rehab them. But then on the other hand, too, now you get it fixed and it's ready for market again. If the economy isn't ripe for buying that house, now you're going to be stuck with it for a while because. The objective is to buy it, flip it in 90 days, and then sell it as soon as you can. Because right. the longer you hold on to it, that, that that's just like a drain on your wallet. And as they say, as the market's soft, it's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, so you got to be careful. But in those, but the only good part about it is even rehabbed, a lot of times you will, be, at that time, you're able to get a great home that was, you know, fixed oh. and rehabbed for le- a lot less money than you could do it now. That's right. When I mean, the economy I remember is houses good. down in the 50s and 60,000s that were huge. It was like, wow. But the whole problem is you had people were angry when they left and they stripped and ripped these places apart. So you had at least to keep in mind 20 to 30,000 to be able to put it back together to live in. They had some really, you know, beautiful neighborhood houses, but you walk inside and they were gutted. They were absolutely just, just ruined. Hey, is a quick thing real quick, guys, um, before we go to break. Uh, we're talking about appliances on the yeah, show. Right. So uh, name to, for me the very first brand of appliances that comes to your head. Calvinator. Steve? Electrolux. Mine was a Mana. Hmm. See, none of them really stick out. They're all kind of the same, I guess. There's not a... Or frigid, huh. a Frigidaire. That's Amana. another one. Yeah. yeah. Very interesting. Amana. Yeah. Well, yeah, we, see, I remember... Because you know how I remember Electrolux? Because I remember my mom had... An Electrolux vacuum cleaner. Sure, sure. And my grandma had a Calvinator. Calvin. Is that right? And a, and yeah. a man was always on the game shows for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> a hey, you want a brand new stove from a man. You've been watching yeah. too much of Let's Make a Deal. Not anymore, but I used to. Oh, you remember a man radar range was the first microwave on the market? Very good. I oh, didn't know yeah, that. that was. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. right. You got to remember. I mean, think about this. You know, people used to turn around. It does really show our uh, Neolithic uh, backgrounds. A, a lot of people, which is what makes the show so good. Well, <laughs> right. I think there's a lot to be said for for when people didn't remember what it used to be like. Yeah. Before there was a microwave. Yeah. You used to have to. Well, how did you heat? Well, you put them in the oven, and you yeah. had to wait. Or you had that little firebox, as I call them. Those. Little ovens you'd mount underneath the uh, underneath the countertop. Oh yeah, underneath the cabinet, like a toaster oven. The toaster oven that would uh, burn the house down. <laughs> yeah, toaster ovens were probably the closest thing to a microwave you could think of, because it was small, it was fast, you know, and it was real simple to burn your bagel. <laughs> yeah. And, and, yeah, don't put the birdside frozen food in there. It just uh, goes. You know, <laughs> again, thinking about what appliances to buy, you know, and, and here's the one thing we actually tore out of this one kitchen that we did recently over in Scottsdale. Okay. How many of you remember what an appliance barn was? Oh, yeah. Over there in the corner. Remember what that was? No. Appliance barn? Yeah, okay, the, Dan, tell them what an appliance barn okay, is. Okay, what it is, it's in the one corner of the kitchen, and it has, like, one of those old secretarial desks roll-ups on it. Right, and it rolls back down, and it had one outlet in one corner or the other that was not on GFCI that you could plug the appliances in. Why you want to plug your appliances inside there? I don't know, but they always had to have an outlet. Right, and then you used to be, when you when you're done with them, 
You take them, put them back, and close the door so they're out of sight. And you open it up, and you forgot to clean out the blender, and it's moldy. <laughs> you know, so you got to be careful with that too. So, so that came and went the appliance barn. Oh yeah, yes, it did. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Especially in the kitchen that we just demoed, it's gone. Hey, remember the bre- the built-in bread box? Yeah, that was that was another one. Built-in just, bread boxes. That the, was another seventies. Put your bread 70s in a dark, spl- dark place so it can mold quickly. <laughs> or, the, or the can opener underneath the cabinet. Well, the other one, that oh, can, the electric can opener. How about the surface-mounted blender? You have yeah. that little uh, spot right there. You take the cap off. You put the proprietary blender on it, and it would try to work. <laughs> try. That's exactly right. Oh, so, just, uh, that's right. Uh, See, so talking about appliance history here. How, hey, that's cool. And, you know, people, you know, where we thought that this would be really a great thing, and it was the greatest thing since sliced bread. Kitchen of And it didn't make it. So you won't find them that way now. So so think about it and find the greatest one that didn't make it. We can talk about that. Okay. I think in a couple of minutes, the one that came out a while back that's still kicking butt. All right. All right. When we come back, more appliance talk right here on Image Home Improvement Live. Stardust Building Supplies is your home improvement thrift store. Find salvaged and gently used cabinetry, doors, windows, appliances, lighting, plumbing, and much more. Save money, be green, and support the community. Shop and donate at Stardust Building Supplies' three valley locations. For more info, visit stardustbuilding.org. Most of us have our charity of choice that we give from the heart to support. Did you ever wonder, where does the money go? How much do I really know about the charity I support? Where can I go and learn more about these nonprofit organizations? Every Monday at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula is your source for this information. Know the report before you support. Donate wisely, not just from the heart. Remember, Mondays at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula on the Double White Network. Thinking about painting an older home? Don't start scraping it down just yet. I'm Danny Lifter with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about testing your paint for lead right after this. Step one, make a list of your weekend projects. Drywall, wash the patio, scrape the loose paint on the deck. Step two, pour yourself a cup of coffee. Hey, Family Guys on TV, love that show. Step three, two hours later, back to your list. Step four, pick a project, break out the tools, get it done. Step five. Go ahead. One more episode. No guilt this time. Hide Tools. Everything you need to start somewhere at thehideway.com. If your home was built prior to 1978, chances are pretty good that lead paint was used. Because lead paint is a recognized health hazard, you want to approach any contact with caution, and that starts by finding out whether or not you actually do have lead paint. Home test kits make this a simple process, and you can find out the test results in less than 30 seconds. A typical home test kit comes with two ready-to-use disposable swabs that can detect lead down to 600 parts per million. If you test positive for lead, then you'll be prepared to tackle your painting or remodeling project using lead-safe practices that include protection, preparation and containment, and proper cleanup. Just remember, the biggest hazard of lead paint is not knowing it's there. So take the time and take the test. I'm Danny Lifford with tips for today's homeowner. Hi, I'm John Weisbach, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. Now, people all over the country are downsizing. The tiny homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs and left unattended. Those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home tick. Listen every week to Image Home Improvement Live, Saturday morning on the Double Wide Network. 
Ariana and Adele. No, no, no. One <laughs> <laughs> uh, of these days, Blade. I don't know. I, I love a garbage disposal. What a practical appliance that is. What a waste of time Do you and think? Effort. Do you yes. think? <laughs> if you've got that kind of garbage, just put it in the garbage and take it out of the house rather than lining your pipes to get them to clog up. Plumbers dream. They love garbage disposals. But in reality, you put the wrong things down that you've got a you've got a clog, and eventually causes smog in your pipes, and you have problems because you're taking all this fine debris and blowing it down your pipes. Do you okay. actually use that stuff you're supposed to clean your pipes out every week to be able to keep that stuff from the garbage disposal from backing up? Which is what baking soda or? Oh, there's a special there's product a, for no, that. No, 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 you don't. Yeah. and probably a lot of people don't. And yeah. then you get that wonderful smell from the garbage disposal that those pieces are still there and they're they're growing. Yeah. <laughs> so you and think it's the better to, rust? It's but, better just to not even have it. Better to go Cro Magnon. The man says to you. Cro Magnon. Okay. No, just take it out of the house. Yeah. yeah. You got you know these. Then you got stinky sections. garbage cans though, and all that stinky garbage bags and all that. Take it out every night. Use a smaller can. Oh, then you got work. Hmm. Use a can with a lid. Yeah. You know, do you do you keep the dogs out? Garbage disposal in the compound, of course. The of wife, course, wife probably loves it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. But it's yeah. You, you try use use it. You use use it sensibly. Yeah. Without yeah. trying to force everything, the, in, but but the, the kitchen orange peelings. In or, <laughs> yeah, I mean everything go down it. And no eggshells. No. Yeah, or you know. apple peelings. Yeah, I did that one time. Yeah, just, that is a nightmare. Just, just take them and, like Dan said, throw them away. Do you really? Why would you want to just? What are you advantage of it is good like Nancy says to actually screw up your pipes. It, you 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 cut them, you peel them, you do whatever you want to do with whatever vegetable you're cutting or whatever, and you throw it away. It's no big deal. What do you do with your coffee grounds from your coffee machine? Just throw it away. Uh, every day I put I'm them not, down I'm, the garbage I'm, disposal. No, why? No, no, that's no? even worse. That causes that thing. What do you call it? Smog. Down your pipes. I think we're going to have to go out to Blade's house and give him. A, do we give him a smog check? <laughs> he, well, how do I get rid of it? You know what? To, he needs to be back for you it. Throw it away. <laughs> well, no, it's not a white filter. It's just one of those plastic filters that you, comes in. You, those uh, do, you, do you have a plastic bag in your garbage pail? I do. Okay, then take the take the filter with the garbage with the, with the granules in it. Just put dump it in it. there. Dump it. You can't dump it all out. What? It what? won't come out. What do you It'll mean? Sit it won't there in the, the filter. Are you talking a K cup thing? Yeah, I, yeah, it's a plastic, it's plastic filter. You know, it's you know, and it's it's, it's but the one gran- filter, and it's but the, the granules are in the filter. Take the filter out and throw it away. Knock as well, or knock as much as possible out. Yeah. I have one of those ones that's gold. Yeah, that you clean off every once in a while. Oh yeah, knock the majority of whatever you have into the trash, and then whatever little there is, you'll clean that out and have the garbage disposal spinning. As you clean that out, mm-hmm. that way it's all processed out. All right, I'll do that starting today. Yeah, yep, please that. Because do. if you just put it in a stagnant drain, it's going to sit at the bottom of your trap and wait now wait for that middle of the night when you try to use it and back up on you. Yep. Oh, no, no, I got water running when I do it now. And the dishwasher or the dishwasher tries to, to you know dump out and you get it back up into the sink, that means you uh, just clog, clogged your trap. Yeah. Damn. All right, so let, we're talking about the uh, greatest yeah. invention ever. In appliances. Okay? In appliances, okay? All right, let's take a guess. <laughs> to me, it's the garbage disposal. Well, no, well, it, eh, <laughs> no, not true. Go ahead. All right, Dan, what do you think the greatest invention is? 
Well, let's see. If you looked at the old World's Fair exhibit with the gal in the big skirt, it was the refrigerator. Ding, 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 ding. Yes, it was the refrigerator. Absolutely. Without the Iceman cometh. Right. Without (laughs) the Iceman cometh. That's exactly right, Dan. That was great. Yeah, because... Look, what do they do before the? Uh, what, what do you think they did? Did, did you ever watch the Honeymooners? No, that was just before my time. You, just okay, <laughs> the honey, how about reruns? You ever watch no, reruns on no, Honeymooners? No. Okay, it's, what it was, did he it was have? Called an ice what did, chest? It was yeah, ice it, chest. Yeah, it's all it was. You used to go. The Ice Man used to come. Bring you ice. You'd oh, bring it, it comes with those ice picks and the blocks of ice. Yeah, right. and it brings you ice. And you put it in the ice chest, and that's how you put your food in. And you uh, close the door. And okay. then they wonder why some of their kids looked like him. Oh, anyway. <laughs> well, you know, really, until they actually were able to create a refrigerator. I mean, well, when I grew up, when I was a kid, I was born, they had refrigerators. But Freon refrigerant see, was for the very expensive commercial. Yeah, I mean, you used to see these, but you see these old, old movies that that's all they had. So when the honeymoons were were made, that's that was the beginnings. That was the early stages of of refrigerators and the refrigeration and refrigerators. It was the boon for this valley. That's why things cooled off and it could keep your food cool, and things wouldn't go so bad so are, fast. Are you saying that they didn't really have air conditioning refrigerators in the valley here, which is not the valley? No, they never it's had. A, it's the not desert. Till the, but not it, till the mid '60s did they, the window AC show up. Right. And we thought we wow. had it. Ma- right. We thought we had it made with evap coolers. We thought we were kings. Just kick that evap cooler on, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, but but the humidity that the evap cooler creates is just, and he gets, and Your you can feel is it. 55%, oh my God, it's over. It's terrible. It's terrible. It feels like the like the like the air is just hanging on you because it feels so heavy because there's so much humidity in the air. But when air. You, well, when the air conditioning started, okay. Well, okay, Dan. Dan knows this. I know he does. Blade, <laughs> what? How? What was the first way they used to make swamp coolers? What was the first invention of a swamp cooler? When they talked about how did people cool themselves with this? What was? It wasn't up on the roof when they first started. You know the window coolers? No. Nope. No. What they used to do is they used to take burlap so, sacks and mm-hmm. completely rinse them and get them all wet. Hang them on the edge of the. The window, patio. right where it used to, where the, the wind used to the blow patios, in, yep. open the window. When the wind blew through, you had cold air blew through the wet burlap, and they would put in whole house fans to right. pull it up and out. Right. Well, that's really smart for its time. Yeah, for its time, that was the early. That was like the Flintstone era. I mean, the whole house fan was really nice because you put the cool wet on the outside windows, and it would draw through the house and up out through that whole house. That fan. was our air conditioning. That was it, baby. That's that was hilarious. It, baby. Was that in the 50s? It was, that was the 40s and 50s. Yeah. Wow. Here, here in the desert. And then air conditioning occurred. The first incident of it was an attempted assassination for a president. And then the big intro of actually bringing uh, refrigerant, refrigerant in was up there at the dam. Because they had to cool the concrete. Otherwise, it had taken 1,000 years to cool all that concrete off as they were pouring. So they put coolant tubes in the concrete to cool the concrete off to pull the heat away from it for it to actually settle in so it would cool off and pour again the next day. That's mm. where all this air conditioning for our valley, the idea said, why don't we do that for our houses? And they yeah. finally got the technology down to a window air conditioner, and then we got smart and put it for the whole house. And, well, yeah. you know, it's just been a galloping. AC has been, it's a new but a galloping industry that a lot of you know, people like Gettle. They were the first in the valley that really helped us get there. 
Really? I'm sorry, to, I'm sorry to say a brand name, but the old man Gettle, he had it right how he put them on the house. On top of was, the house, you mean? Yeah, that was for, for us at the time, that was the best because most of the EVAP coolers at that time were putting on top of the house, pull the EVAP off and put that AC on. That's right. You utilize the same ductwork of the house. That's why you see that a lot now where they, they are actually they're connected. If they have, a, old they have an EVAP co- cooler and a, an air conditioner, they'll... They'll piggyback so you could actually use the same ductwork for both, but you could just shut off one and then have the other one run. Boy, did we take a left turn at the kitchen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, I told, I told um, Blade, I said, I'll talk to him about what new thing that would really be so safe in the kitchen, but you probably won't see it really emerge, is the inductive cooktops. Nobody can get burned with it. All it takes is that pan. Right. That'll actually, you know, because of magnetism, cook. Do you think that'll actually work? I don't see it happening because they're still like seeing that hot deck come up mm-hmm. and then just putting any old pan on it. And the pan industry hasn't caught up with the magnetic inductiveness for their pans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'd love well, it. I'd love to see it because it's so safe. What's inductive look like? Is it those little flat? It's just flat glass deck. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't look 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 very much different than a regular electric cooktop. Mm-hmm. It looks it looks pretty much. It's mm-hmm. just designed to work differently. And on, again, it's you, on magnetism. You, you, you won't you won't you won't burn yourself, but yet your food will cook. That's right. <laughs> That's so, kooky. It's amazing. So <laughs> it's, as as thick, well, hey, think about it. It's not it's not any more amazing that when we used to when we were kids when we used to watch the the uh, the Jetsons. And they had all these different, you know, newfangled things that they were doing. A lot of that stuff was, like, there. And then the ideas, I'm sure, came from the Jetsons. Just And now we've got appliances that do some of those things. Just like so many things were created from the vision of Gene Roddenberry from Star Trek. Yeah, well, I don't think we'll see the – I don't think the uh, food replicator will happen soon because there's too many big industries that are involved in our food chain. (laughs) <laughs> well, that's true, but you know, think about that though. But when they use the three D print to create body parts, that that had to come from somewhere. Ooh, I could get a new brain. Well, <laughs> I don't know. You it's know what? Almost- I, I heard some Chinese kid is inv- is inventing this food that's perfect for our bodies and exactly everything we need by way of a computer. But I've got an imperfect body. I need imperfect food. Well, so do I. <laughs> You're speaking for the for the crowd here. Yeah. <laughs> Straighten out your act, guys. <laughs> that's all I got to say. What are you a good eater? You eat well because I eat like you know what. I try and eat. I try and eat well at least half the day. So do you use microwaves? Have to, do you use microwaves a lot? Because I don't like them. I was talking with Hayden about this. I don't like them at all except for defrosting and dethawing. Because when you heat stuff up, it stays hot for approximately a second, and then it goes right back to cold. And it doesn't keep it warm for any extended period of time like, like an oven does. Like what do you, how, long do you, how long do you expect it to stay warm? Well, you know, how about a minute? A minute? Well, a minute? Sure, they I, could do. I'm feeding a little baby the other day, and I, and I put in some Franco-American SpaghettiOs in a bowl. And I and I love Franco-American stuff. It's $87. The, the old SpaghettiOs. Hell yeah. And, oh, and, and, SpaghettiOs. Sure. And, and then you heat it up, and it's cool, and then you put it on the table, and then a second later, it's not hot anymore. All of it didn't get warmed up. Sometimes, with some foods, you have to stir them. And put it in for another 15, 20 seconds. Yeah. And then, see, I found, well, out, good, yeah. I found out with that baby food stuff that a lot of times you can see some of them are warm and some others are stone cold. Move them around a little bit, put it back in. And we have these covers for the microwaving our food that keeps it 
you can just keep it in there for that extra minute, yeah. and it keeps it warm. So just with the microwave lids that you can put over things, that actually helps a lot. Yeah. That's quite an invention, though, isn't it? The yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Before we uh, wrap up the show, I just want to touch base on the last type of appliance you should be uh, cognizant of when you go out to choose what you're looking for are washing machines and dryers. And oh, yeah. a lot of that depends on your space, whether you want to – some people can only take a stackable washer dryer in their in their house. Other ones that uh, – whether they're stackable or not – uh, the dryer could either be electric or gas. So you've got to know exactly what you have in your house. And at how much laundry you do. And, yeah, exactly. And how much you how do. Much, how many loads do you do? You have, like, you need a commercial washer and dryer because you've got such a crew? Or do you just have just a couple people in the house that do maybe do it once or twice a week or less? Okay. Now, remember, the other thing, too, it's, and this, is a, this is a statistic, the... Uh, for increased energy efficiency, you should choose a front-loading washer machine as they are about a third more energy efficient than top loaders. So hmm. that's something to consider depending on your preference, you know, and if it doesn't make any difference, well, then let's choose something that's going to be more energy efficient. It's going to save you money. But the other thing is, is in your laundry room, do you have room for that door to pop out and you still be able to stand in the room? Mm-hmm. Are you up against the wall when the door is open? Yes, that's important, too. That's when you need a, a three-butt laundry room. Isn't that right? <laughs> oh, yeah, I knew that was coming. Come on, give it up. Give it, it up. It to, yeah, okay. All right, All I right. knew that was coming. All right, we went from – we went, and we. that's really good because we started the discussion today on the show talking about kitchens, but we never touched base on – how many butt kitchen it is, <laughs> but we did touch base on how many butt laundry room it is. That's right. So we kind of went for full circle today. So we but, got our butt out of the kitchen and into the oh laundry God. room. All right. <laughs> All right, listen, we want to, we want to thank uh, Eric G for being on the show today. And make sure you check out, uh, just Google Eric G. You'll find all his great information on his show. If you are in the northwest area of the country, up in Portland, Seattle region, You'll find him all around the house with uh, with his uh, sidekick, uh, Bob, and uh, not to be confused with mm-hmm. Palo Verde Bob. <laughs> and uh, we've got some great stuff coming your way next week. And, you know, just it's, you know, before you know it, we'll be talking. We'll be talking March and we'll be talking St. Patrick's Day and more National Wine Day. And, and just sit your butt like down and give us a listen. That's right. So give us a <laughs> and, and hell with baseball. How long till the NFL preseason season starts again? That's what I'm looking no, for. No, spring training is all next Wait, week. Wait, spring Come on, training baby. starting. Yeah. And don't forget, February 26th is what, Blade? Pitchers and catchers report? No, Daytona oh, Day. Daytona <laughs> Day. God, Daytona Day. Right. Daytona, baby. Daytona That's Day. It. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> hey, who's your who's your driver? Who's your driver? Real quick. Who's my driver? You well, like my, them all? Well, well, I like them all. I like them all. But my 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 really my my uh, most favorite is obviously Dale Earnhardt Jr. Okay, okay. I'll yeah. go for Danica. You know, Dan, <laughs> Danica's. You know, Danica's just. You know, that's that's one person I'm still still would love to interview because we never got a chance I to bet interview. You would. But Jimmy Johnson, what a nice guy. Sure. You know, interviewed Jimmy Johnson a couple of times, and he was nice enough to do a little uh, promo for us when we were doing it. But uh, Jimmy, Jimmy's Jimmy's our champion. So we're gonna see what 2017 brings for the uh, the uh, team for Jimmy Johnson and Hendrick Motorsports. 
So pitchers sure. and catchers report. What a dummy. Pitchers and catchers <laughs> report. <laughs> they Dan, Dan, and Dan will be incognito over at the Cubs facility over in Mesa. The whole spring training, if you're looking for Dan Hayden, he, he's not going to be doing home inspections. Uh-uh. He's going to be hanging out at the Cubs park. You betcha. Okay. All right. Remember, if you ever thought about not listening to this program. Resistance is futile. We'll see you next week. You're a great American. I love you.